I just feel like we haven't recorded in so long, but we have because we've been doing Patreon exclusives, but this is, we're back. We're back. And it does feel different. Like the energy here versus Patreon is different. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, more people. Mm-hmm. Scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you did just get attacked for not knowing what feminism was on TikTok, so. <laughs> right. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so stay tuned for apparently, what was the word that someone called me? Oh, no. Bird brain. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? That makes two of us, though, because my little cousins, when they were babies, didn't know how to say meadow. So I was called dodo for like the first 15 Stop. years of their Stop. lives. So we could be bird brains. I kind of like be that. bird brain. Listen, yeah. people on the internet are scary. And it was a very, very good reminder that TikTok is not my close friends. And yeah. <laughs> as funny as people are on the internet, people have no sense of humor. And like, right. I, I fear saying that sentence because I'm like, I feel like I sound like a fucking Republican. Like when I'm like... <sighs> These kids don't, they can't take a joke anymore. Like, but that's just not what I mean. I just, we'll talk about it later. I know. (laughs) We'll talk about it later. Oh God, that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. The amount of times we've talked about getting in trouble on TikTok is actually hilarious. And we're trying to understand the tweens of today. We're just a couple of geriatric millennials trying to make their way through the internet. (laughs) Except for you're quite literally the cutoff year of Gen Z and millennial brutality. Anyway, welcome back to season three of Thoughts May Vary. Hi. We we have not changed. Sure have not. You know what has changed? <laughs> the setup in here, which is looking a little bleak today. And I was just oh telling boy. Meadow that she has the cutest freaking setup. And I feel like the fucking Grinch over here with my bleak Christmas white walls. But you have an actual gorgeous, beautiful tree that we'll insert a photo of. It's so wonky. No, my, my apartment's feeling very fast. I have a wreath. I have oh, a tree. I'm so excited. I have like I a little village that come. I set up. I miss your apartment so much. I, I really can't wait. can't wait to be there. I'm coming up tomorrow to spend today. all day with Gabby. Well, today. Yeah, but I'm coming to your house tomorrow. Right. Say. Correct. I can't wait. I, can't wait. I really wait. miss your house. Your house has such good energy. You've done a good job. How Thank long you. have you been it's here now? Two years? Almost two years. Dude. Unbelievable. It's because I don't want anyone inside the apartment. That's why. <laughs> no, tra- rightfully so. And then the, smudge yeah. cleanse them on their way out. Bro, seriously, the one time I had a pregame here for my birthday, I mm-hmm. <laughs> people walked out mm-hmm. and I was like saging and fucking like lighting every candle I had. I was like, get out of here, opening every there door. There were some people that you needed to do that for, so I concur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Should we do like housekeeping of like what's to come for the yeah. season? Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Go okay. First of all, the internal professionalism on our side, which none of you can see or know, but I hope you feel because we are upping our game. We're getting way Time. more organized. We have like a six month out content calendar. We are oh, like, yeah. we are really about giving that. it our all. <laughs> we are giving it our all. I think we have a lot more intention going into this season. I think we're going to probably overshare a lot as usual. We have some really Mm. cool guests that we're trying to get on. Some beautiful people have also been giving us great ideas for guests of people that like we hadn't known of until our community introduced us to that we're going to try to keep around and make part of the TMV fam. Yeah, please keep doing that because it's fun. And it's fun to see like where people who find us like what other sides of the internet. Yes. You know what I mean? It's really fun because it's like introducing us to people that we vibe with that like we don't know about. I love it. 
It's great. But yeah, I think intention is like the first word that I think of when I think about this next season. How about you? I like that because obviously when you first said it, I was like, wait, we've always been intentional, but like we have, I think the difference that the shift that I feel at least within you and within myself and within, I mean, Kay, our editor extraordinaire has always been Producer, this way. Producer, so like, editor, I'm going to leave of them all out things. of this yeah. because they've always been <laughs> A1. But between you and I, I feel like our professionality and like seriousness, yeah. we've yeah. always been committed to the cause and we've been committed to TMB. But it's been a rocky road because as you guys know, Meadow and I have other things that we're juggling on top of TMV. And even though TMV is like our baby, sometimes like it just things get lost in the sauce, you know? Right, and like right. until this becomes like, our main hoe, it's still it still like has to be our side hoe in terms of like work. Yeah, but it's for not sure. in terms of like what we care about and what we want for our life and what we, how we view it. And yeah. So yeah, I think I like that. Tell me if like you felt this too, but I felt like a really big learning curve that mm. I felt with the podcast is you and I have both said this, that like podcasts, especially in the beginning that like had our, our reach and like community size, which is like small, but mighty, like, especially mm -hmm. in the beginning it was. And it's so fun to see that grow and like see new people and see mm -hmm. new faces. It's been amazing. But we've always said like podcasts that are like, quote unquote, like our size don't do like the amount of shit that like you and I do to make it. Yeah. As legit as TMV is like with Absolutely. our social, with our Patreon, with our YouTube, <laughs> with our branding, with our fucking mm -hmm. hat. Like we put in so much work because we never want to give, we never want to put out like a half-ass product. And I remember in the beginning, Meadow had to like walk me through like the point is to grow and like mm -hmm. the point is to grow in real time. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, we started the podcast and I was like, well, we need a studio. Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, babe, we live in different cities. How's that going to And I was work? like, well, you're going to have to move here. <laughs> or we're going to like both have to move like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah, I've had to like get over that and it's been fun. So it's like now you see that there's two chairs behind me. <laughs> which means that like hopefully within okay. season three, we can start trying to film a couple of solos in person and like get that energy in person. But yeah, there's it's been, a, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot and I've like, I've learned to enjoy the process a lot more. Totally. To oh my gosh, me too, 100%. And I think that's the exact reason why like, I've never felt more confident going into this season. Yeah, I feel good. I feel like very grounded. Feet me too. I in the soil. Exactly, exactly. I Someone on Patreon was saying, first of all, our Patreon episodes have been real fucking fun. They're like, great. Y'all should have come over if you haven't, or please join us, or hey, hi, hello, if you're already there. Like, They've been real fun. But second of all, someone commented, I forget who it was, but someone said, uh, oh yeah, like I, I'm going back and listening to all of like catching up with all season one TMV and like, you know, catching up during the hiatus. Yeah. And literally my gut reaction was like, oh God, please don't. Like, don't. <laughs> Not the growth, first episode. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Like our growth, I can't, I, I truly think that I would just cringe too hard if I listened to them. Because no, I, I feel even just like, I don't know, like the way our brains are organized and what we bring to the pod is so different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we we yeah. know what the fuck we're saying now. I guess that's Do, what I'm You saying. know what it is? And we trust it, is? it more. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's in my brain? Nothing. Because Nothing. remember, bird brain. We're the we are the most confident we've ever been that we know nothing. <laughs> and we feel very confident saying that in front of a microphone. Because shit varies. Shit varies. I just yeah. I don't know. I think that before, like I was so obsessed with like getting everything right. And like now I just trust our personalities mm -hmm. and I trust 
the way that we bounce off each other and I trust the information will be there, which I think is the nice balance of TMV. And that was the point of TMV. And I'm so happy that like it's, we've stuck to that where it's like equal parts educational and equal parts like bullshit. I think it's a beautiful balance (laughs) because who the fuck wants to like just listen to like a textbook all the time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're trying not to be pedantic, but still offer tangible resources. And still say that, like, the more you learn, the more you don't know. Yeah. Well, because actually, always growing and learning. Neil deGrasse Tyson, we're always learning and growing. Neil deGrasse Tyson, can I say his name? Jesus Christ. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I just know that Kay's going to make that a great edit. I'm just putting it on the <laughs> Whatever is about to happen, whatever just happened on the screen, I can already foresee happening. God damn it. That's so true. And if you weren't um, Kay, now you have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh, God, Kay, I love you. Uh, he had a good quote once that was something about how, I'm going to butcher it, it was probably far more eloquent than this, but something about how as the circumference of your knowledge grows, so does like the amount of questions you have. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That visual? Anyway, I liked it. Also, if no one has heard him on Joe Rogan talking about how we're closer to mushrooms than we are to any other green plant or plant matter. Oh, yeah. You know I have so thoughts. many thoughts and feels. But anyway, should we do, should we do catch up of like personal real quick where we've been? And then also just to give you a hint into the episode, we're obviously doing a little bit of catch up, welcome back, whatever. But we know that we were always aiming to come back in time to not leave you alone with your families for the holidays. So the later (laughs) half of this episode is going to be a lot of different coping of like things you and I are doing right now Mm -hmm. to cope and deal with the holidays. And we did some research, like research-backed methods. So just so you know, the first half is anarchy and chaos. The second half will be helping you move the fuck through the most triggering time of the year. It's just the worst sometimes. <laughs> but also the best. But also the best. Okay, catch, the catch best. us up on you. Uh, where do I begin? I'm like looking at my notes. See here, perfect example of how we've leveled up. Before we used to have notes. Now we have a Google Doc. Just letting <laughs> you know. <laughs> Okay. Before it was just me and Meadow texting each other <laughs> no, for literally. hours. Now we okay. have Slack. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I think where I'm going to start is we just recorded an episode with my acupuncturist, Dr. Michelle. Obsessed She's with her. fucking amazing. I think it's probably going to be the next episode. If not, it'll be like in two episodes, whatever. Yeah. Point is, Michelle is just quite frankly, the best person ever. And I've talked about her on here before and she does five, five elements, five elements, five senses, not me not knowing what I'm doing. (laughs) Five element acupuncture. I've talked about it on here, how it's like very therapeutic because it's a lot of Mm -hmm. mind, body, soul. It's a lot of working with the mind. I hadn't seen her in a while. I went to see her recently and I feel like I was just unloading like a month and a half two months of just stuff onto her. I always learn the coolest lessons. And I think the biggest lesson that I learned that I'm working through right now is just really leaning into trust. And she taught me something really interesting, which was, spoiler alert, if you are new here, I love control. I love (laughs) to control things. It's just my bread and butter. Control, apparently is just directly linked to trust because, Mm. which actually makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. And at first my negative self-talk like really kicked in where I was like, you idiot. Like, how did you not know that? And then I was like, we're being nicer to ourselves. Like, let's relax. Thank you. Yep. But it is so linked to trust because the way she put it was she was like, how come why like when everything is going well, we just like trust the universe Mm -hmm. or like trust God or trust whatever. We're like, oh my God, 
hands in the air, like I trust everything. And then the minute that something starts to go bad, we immediately lose that trust and we become anxious and we become like hyper-focused on controlling the situation and the narrative. And then that, as we know, because we love manifestation and we love all this other stuff, then just leads you away because you become your own roadblock over and over and over and over again. When she like made that distinction of your control is coming from your lack of trust, mm-hmm. it really just like something clicked in my brain. And I started to realize all the pieces of my life that I am just been hyper fixated on controlling and really that lack of trust that's behind it, whether it's lack of trust that someone will stay, lack of trust is like mm. an idea of mine is good enough, lack of trust mm-hmm. that like the universe is my, actually my homegirl who's going to pull through at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so I've really been working on that conversation with myself. And it's a really scary feeling because you're kind of like putting your hands in the air and saying like, mm-hmm. It's like the definite, I mean, like for people that are It's aren't, a trust fall. It's literally a trust fall. Yeah. It's literally You have to fall, fall first in order to be catched. Bitch, you know what I'm going to say. The caught, catch, caught. I can't do past tense verbs. You know this. If you don't read yeah. the goddamn surrender experiment, I'm I was gonna actually ask you, I was going to text you literally. Get off this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I was about to text me last night in the middle of my like fucking psychosis. I like texted <laughs> Meadow at like 9 p.m., like a really aggressive message. And- I was going to message you after, but I was like, no, she's sleeping. Of like, what the fuck? And I was, like, also, I was at a bar. I know. Uh, guys. I know. No. Quick side don't note. E- no, don't, w- don't even do the side note. Fine. Meta was at a bar. <laughs> but, it's not anyway. worth it. This is more important. You need okay. to read the book. Thank you. I was going to text you and ask you. And I was so embarrassed because I was like, you stupid bitch. She talks about this every day on the podcast. Like, listen, like what? I couldn't remember the name of the book. Also, not for selfish self-promo, but- not only is my Instagram fucking popping, but I changed all my highlights. So I started all brand new I was going to ask you, are your yeah. books in there? Yes. Books is a highlight. So I at Great. least like four of those slides are on the surrender experiment. I'm going to need that yeah. because the trip that I'm about to take back home to oh, Miami yeah. this yeah. week or next week, I am so unexcited for. I just, I want to <sighs> just read the book mm-hmm. and not talk to anyone. So thank you I for reminding think- me. I think... I want, did my mom give it back to me? If my mom did not give it back to me, I might be able to even swing by and grab it from her on my way up or something. Don't worry. No, no, no. Don't worry. I shall ruin the planet and Amazon Prime it. Amazon Prime it or- um, I'll find a local bookstore around. Esawan Esawan Books has an online store and they're also in LA. They're black independent owned and I really, really love them and they might be going out of business by the end of the year. So I'd love to send them off with money. Oh, wait. Maybe we could go. If it's in LA, why don't we go go together? Yeah, why don't we do that? I'll look up. I don't know if I've only ever ordered online, so I don't know if the brick and mortar is still open right now or not, but we should absolutely go if they are. We should go. What else? I'm just, I'm refusing to stand in my own way. Oh, and that I'm, was so beautifully said. Yeah. Thanks. And I'm just trying to let go of fears that are not mine. Yeah. That was another quick thing. And I talked about it briefly in Michelle's episode where I said, I went into her this last session so, feeling so defeated because I felt like my conditioning had won. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, your conditioning is your conditioning. It's always going to be there. It's just going to get quieter. And like mm-hmm. the way it gets quieter is when you just are fucking nicer to yourself and like mm-hmm. just surrender and like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's It's been a weird conversation trying to like figure out what fears are mine, what fears are passed down onto me, what fears are put mm-hmm. onto me mm-hmm. and kind of having that like forgiveness around myself and compassion towards myself. I'm trying to cry more. I cried last night. Yeah. Nice. I'm so proud. I just of like you. I feel like crying is like vomiting cry. in my brain. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because like, you know, when you want to throw up and then you, you don't be like, you, you convince you're like, stop it. Like don't No, throw throwing up. up is the scariest thing in the world to me. So I, I like, yeah. I panic every time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how I feel when I'm about to start crying. Oh, I like force myself to stop and I like convince myself to stop. Yeah. And yesterday I didn't. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. It felt nice. I, oh. this is like such a graphic example and it's probably because we're going to get into this later, but I'm doing a lot of inner child work because tis the season. So therefore tis reading Harry season. Potter, because what else would I be doing? But I'm like, I feel like you're dead ass, like a snake shedding skin. You're oh like God, shedding yeah. conditioning and like shedding projections and shedding these like walls you've built up and like becoming closer to your authentic self in the middle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I- it's crazy that you said that to me because I said something last night to my boyfriend that like was so depressing coming out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'll share on here, but I basically was and I don't mean this for family members that are listening in the sense that like by five ever. But I just said to him, I was just like, I just feel like right the season that I'm going through right now with certain members of my family, I just I feel like the more that I become myself, the further I feel from them. Mm-hmm. And it's just a tough thing to work through. And I just, there's, in my brain, there's always just one piece of the puzzle that like you and I talk about a lot that like, it's like once that piece is added Mm -hmm. back to the puzzle or added to the puzzle, then even if I, if I can continue to be my authentic self, but I won't have that worry of having to feel far from them because like, I'll be me and I'll be fulfilled and they'll just have to throw their hands up and be like, well, she is who she is. I'm like, we're happy. Do you know what I mean? But it's like right now, I feel like I just look delusional. Have we ever talked about the have, do, be concept on here? No, but please walk us through it. We probably have, have, honestly. Just real quick, the have, do, be concept. We have. Yeah, the concept is once I have this Mm -hmm. missing puzzle piece, once I do the big thing, or once I become this person, I then find happiness. And it's like, babe, the opposite is true. When you accept that you're happy, and once you choose that happiness, you you get those things. Not the we learn that we learn that in Hoffman, they, but they call it. Um, and it's like in, instead of like having in order to like be, you be in order to have something like that. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Totally, whatever. Totally. Anyway, you're doing a really good job at actively identifying as these have been coming up and unpacking them immediately, though. Like you're not repressing them. You're not like, no, oh, I don't like. I'm it. trying like, to get it out. You're yeah, you're moving through that. You know how we had that TikTok? You're moving through. You mm-hmm. I'm I've been watching you do that. It's very, very cool. Thanks. Very cool. I'm proud of you. Thank you. These are the moments that I do feel like because I never really remember like our age difference, but it's in these moments and these seasons that I like work through things and I'm like, ah, she's done this already. <laughs> I literally I never remember it either. And I was at a bar last night with my best friend Sean and Karen. Hello, shout out, because they actually listen to the podcast. Not like any of my other friends. Um, but Maddie. she was asking me, yeah, literally. She was like, Oh yeah, I always forget that Gabby's younger, right? She was like, damn, that she's an old soul. And I was like, I know, I never think about it. And then I'm like, You're younger than my brother. It like makes makes me want to throw up. I'm like, I can't understand it. But you're not. Your soul's yeah. been around the block. My soul's been around the block yeah. one too many times. Boy has it. <laughs> one too many Boy times. Boy has it. <laughs> okay, take it away, sister. What's going on? Honestly, mine is so much less thoughtful because my whole family got sick. <laughs> Meaning Mahal went sick. to the hospital for two days, then I got sick, then Aaron got sick. But it was like long and dragged out and like had ongoing issues. So like, I feel I haven't had the space to like be thoughtful or work through any of this stuff. 
which I will say is kind of cool because I've been preaching a lot recently about how like everything in nature during this time is like yelling to hibernate and rest Mm -hmm. and store up and take some time away and isolate. And that feels really good. And how, you know, living in the structure that we live with common society, like it doesn't really offer us the space to do that. And how, you know, maybe seasonal affective disorder would feel really different if we were afforded Mm -hmm. the opportunity to not have people work in an office during the only times of daylight and like be able to have everyone like hibernate or retreat, but in a healthy way in terms of like taking care of yourself and resting and turning inwards a little bit. But so I kind of was forced to do that because all of us motherfuckers got sick. Yeah. But the Mahal, the Mahal thing took a lot out of you. And I feel like yeah. you did, there was some cool, like, I mean, I guess not cool because it was really harsh on you and your system and you got sick from it, but cool lessons. I don't know. There were, yeah, there were interesting lessons and like prepping for motherhood type stuff. Oh my God. I, that happened during that. I reiterated that last night to Karen as well in terms of like my God are Aaron and I going to be the best fucking parents. I mean, I already know that I think about it all the time, but like the way we were so cool in a crisis and like so calm and like play on each other's strengths. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And like so kind to each other in communication and thoughtful and whatever, like dress rehearsal easy, (laughs) which, um, Tell the people what big situation just happened this past weekend. Oh, it's officially my longest relationship ever. Yay. Yay. Five years. Five. Well, five years. It took five years and two days and then we made it. And now it's my longest relationship ever. That's so exciting. I know. Boot up, baby. Oh, God. I love you guys. You're literally my parents. But you know what? Also, I know you're saying that like this hasn't been a time of reflection, which by the way, like fair because not every fucking moment needs doesn't need to be a season of healing which I like I always like to reiterate on here because it's just like absolutely we don't always need to be leveling up and tired (laughs) allows your brain to do the processing to like let those lessons sink in anyway sometimes wait can we talk about rest really quickly because I started re-watching a video about that girl that you like that Lior yes we will link the video it was the one about money why rest is like productive to manifesting money. Yeah. I mean, it's true. When we relax, we can receive ideas and we mm-hmm. receive inspiration and we just get mm-hmm. inspired. And mm-hmm. it's like a way of letting the universe like download its information into you, mm-hmm. whether it's the mm-hmm. universe, whether it's like your inner highest self. When you like mm-hmm. clear that space, you actually are available to receive those downloads and help those downloads help guide you to like where you're supposed mm-hmm. to go. I know it's a sidebar, but like that internal silence that you can get from rest that just like lets shit flow and allows you like step out of your way. Just have that unwavering trust. But bringing it back to what I was saying to you, you during this time of rest though, I have noticed you've like done little things that are teeny tiny, whether it's like you painted your nails. Oh yeah. And like never Meadow never has her nails painted. Quite frankly, the last mm-hmm. time you painted your nails, you had, like an, you had like an identity crisis last time you did your nails. I really did. Yeah, I hated it. And they've already chipped. I'm going to take it off before I come up because I can't handle once they chip. Yeah, no, neither can I. But the point is like you did that. And like you've I, yeah, been wanting to like tweak little things of like your home or like your wardrobe mm-hmm. or like your aesthetic. And like you're you're doing those things. You're playing. Okay. I love that you're saying that because when you were talking about rest, I was like, oh, you know what? This is something I've done that I haven't told Gabby yet. Mm -hmm. And it's because I've been resting and exactly what you said, I've been thinking a lot about how I receive inspiration and creativity, right? Mm -hmm. Especially because we're like going into season three. You've been creative as fuck lately. I've been trying to like really bring some cool creative energy to this because this is my favorite shit to do. 
But I realized something that I did, I journaled about it. I almost want to go get it. Was I, I kind of noticed that the way in which I was finding inspiration was a lot of outward seeking. So like Mm. being on Pinterest and looking at different Mm -hmm. things or like consuming content or whatever. And coupled with the inner child work I've been doing for the holidays, I rewatched Kiki's delivery service, which is like a studio Ghibli that I was so upset. I cannot reiterate enough my obsession with this as a child. Like there was two year period where I only drew witches in front of a full moon on a broom with a cat on the back because of this movie, like so obsessed. And I hadn't watched it since childhood. And it like made me cry, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I was obsessed. And it made me realize like, I need to go back to myself as a source of inspiration. So I made this huge list in my journal that I'm calling Meaningful Muses. And it's like the movies that really stood out to me or like something like oranges because I grew up on an orange grove or like all these small little things. I'm sure you don't have an orange tattoo, by the way. I know. I really should get one. And I was thinking about Mm -hmm. how Florida is known for their oranges and I was raised on an orange grove. So obviously oranges are going to have to come into TMV at some point in time. So I'm Mm. already letting you know that. We're moving to Miami. Maybe. (laughs) Just going back to like those small little things that like are really, really meaningful and significant to me, as opposed to looking outward and getting inspiration from where other people are finding inspiration. And that reframe has like amped my creativity so much. I cannot even tell you. That makes me really fucking happy. And I'm really glad you shared that because as you started talking about that, I was just thinking, I was like, wow, how often do, and I don't know if this is just me, but it just, it can't just be me. So I'm going to say we in here. How often do we just look to outside inspiration, like Pinterest or Instagram or social or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, at least I noticed that like when I'm like, even though it's fun and it feels like, Ooh, like, like I, I've been loving Pinterest now. You've like got me back on it of like yep. making all these things. I feel like my, my independent creative brain turns off. Exactly. And exactly. I can't. And then you watch the same brands replicate the exact same vision and everyone acts surprised when they all had the same idea because they're not going to all to the same sources. That's why I'm like, I felt so uninspired by seeing the patterns, I guess, and similarities. I was like, let me just go back to what fuels my fire and like what built me up because it feels so much better. I agree. Cause it's just, yeah. And then it, it, it reminds you how great you are and how creative you are as a being. Cause then I'm like, mm-hmm. I was literally thinking about this the other day. I was like, I've been I've been feeling so weird with like my closet and like trying to like bring in new pieces and like whatever. And I've been so obsessed with Pinterest that the other day Mm. I like walked into my closet and I was like, I don't even remember how to fucking put together an outfit that I'm not like trying to mimic. Mm -hmm. Like how the fuck do I get dressed? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or like with the podcast, it's like if I'm not like looking to like other people's graphic design or other people's, especially things that aren't my strong suit, like graphics, I'm like, sure, I don't know what to do. Totally. So like, totally. thanks because I, I needed that. I, and I'm sure so many of the people listening needed that too, of like the reminder of just looking inward because trust what you like. Trust what you, you like. Know? And then it also like the ideas that come from it, I, at least for me, it's like, I feel like you can, people feel that emotion. Like when it's mm. coming from a place that's deeply meaningful for you, you can feel that emotion. Like even something as small as like, I posted this one Instagram random roundup because I've been posting a lot of like Pinteresty mood boardy type things because I'm into that right now. And like the very first photo was like a thing of the whipped cream filled up. And like mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about it. It was just a bunch of things. And then I posted to my story later because people were putting out little synchronicities. And I was like, yes, this is because every single Saturday I went to the original House of Pancakes with my father. And without a doubt, he said, I want a side of whipped cream. And it would come in this huge, but like bowl sides of whipped cream remind me so much of him. So it it's like those small and the post did really well. And I was like, I, when I post mood board shit, I don't expect people to like it. Cause it's just kind of for me, 
-hmm. you know? And it's those small things where like, even unexplained when it's coming from this place of something so meaningful to you, it resonates. Well, that's why we've been talking about your social and we've been talking about it a lot on Patreon because again, if you guys were wondering where we had been this whole time, like during the season hiatus, we were still posting on Patreon. So if you want to like binge our episodes, go over there. Yeah. We've talked about it on there where I kept telling my mom, like, you're my favorite influencer. You're my fucking favorite influencer because you have been – your Instagram game has been so good and, like, not in a way that's annoying because it's so authentic to you and it's so, like – and I don't mean, like, oh, my God, you're so good at social media. I just mean, like, you've actually been having so much fun with it and it shows. Like, you've been using it as, like, your own little diary and it's been so fun. And it's literally going back to trust because I thought about it and I was like, I've decided to just like trust that I think I'm cool and trust what I like. And I really don't care if other people like it or not. And I'm just going to rip it because it like, this is me. And Mm -hmm. that trust in myself of like, even I, the fucking Frank Ocean thing I posted, I was like, no one's going to care about this letter or this prompt. I never post shit like this, but I was like, but this was so poignant for me when I read it, whatever I'm going to share. And it was like one of my best performing, like, this is what I mean. Like I've decided to fully not give a fuck and trust myself in term, even in terms of posting mm-hmm. or like small things like that. And it feels so good, which also sidebar is interesting that all this like creativity and flow and inspiration is coming because I've not smoked weed in like three weeks. And Bitch. usually weed is what I go to for inspiration or like that Look. to get into like a flow state creative. And Aaron and I are like on a tolerance break right now. Cause we're like, it feels good. We haven't done it in a while. We're like really vibing with it. And I'm getting a lot of cool downloads. Also, my dreams are amazing again, which I there like you really go. missed. Also there kind of a go. fucked up thing about weed that we don't talk about that. I guess I didn't realize until taking this big tolerance break is how much weed stifles your dreams. Oh yeah. My, my sleep with weed is kind of, is weird. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. smoking before I sleep. I don't like smoking before I go to sleep either. But even if I would smoke during the day, like I wouldn't remember my dreams and my dreams are reiterating a lot of things I'm seeing. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm not Freudian in terms of like where I really have to dissect everything about my dreams. I kind of went through that in high school a little bit and I don't really feel that way now, but I do just love taking the meaning that I see from whatever subconscious images I'm getting. And it's just like offering me access to a new part of my brain that I was like, God damn, I have really missed this. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I love so. that for you. Also, side Thank note, you. it's been really, I love how, by the way, every conversation we have is like, by the way, side, <laughs> side note, <laughs> but they all make sense together. <laughs> Going back to what you were saying, it's so, I love seeing this in you of like, oh, Meadow is so good at when she decides something's going to happen, like you just do it. Like, do you remember the conversation we had a year ago on this podcast of you being like, I decided that I'm hot and what oh, that did yeah. for your body image? Totally, totally, totally. So now you're deciding yeah. that you're cool as fuck. Yeah. Which by the oh, way has my, been- I didn't even link that. And Thank look, you. look what's happening. Takes a best friend sometimes. Yeah, but it's, it's true. like your your Instagram, like you're having fun. Social media yeah. doesn't feel as draining and toxic at all. And then oh my at God, the same at all, time, feels so different. It's yeah. performing really well. It's getting yeah. you opportunities. It's doing what the fucking machine was built to goddamn do. Yeah, that's true. You wow. Know? Thank you for piecing that together for me because I didn't see it that way. I love that. I sure did. Thank you so much. Thanks oh for God, seeing you're so me. Welcome. <laughs> no, but this really inspired me. You're really making me feel inspired to be like, I'm great. And all that shit is trust, dude. It comes back to the lesson you're learning right now. It is Mm -hmm. trusting and believing in yourself in such a like fundamental embodied way. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, with people like we had an episode recently that we posted on Patreon where we talked about, we got a lot of career questions and Mm. I'm curious if you guys feel a similar way and like, let us know on Instagram, DM us, come on Patreon, message us, especially for people that are not in very, um, corporate company where there's just Mm. like a ladder that you climb and like, these are the steps Mm -hmm. that you take. And people, for people that are maybe not in that, in that road, or even the ones that are, 
when I become like so latched on to people that like inspire me when it comes to their careers, I find myself just trying to mimic. And Mm. that's when I feel super lost because it's never going to be authentic because I'm not Because it's not your own lane. It's not my own lane. I'm not them. They paved that lane. Yeah. They paved that lane so other people could follow it, but they also paved that lane so like I could pave my own. And that's going back to the trust. It all goes back to trust that like I I feel like I know what I'm meant to do here on a larger capacity. It's the granular that fucks Mm -hmm. me up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. when there's so many options, I like go into paralysis and I'm like, well, what do I do? Totally. I mean, you're talking to Libra. Totally. (laughs) Um, And it's, it's, yeah. Which is so interesting, by the way, that like I've chosen to do stuff like storytell that's very vulnerable and do stuff on the internet like this because like, I don't know. I'm just a wheeled little earth sign. And I just like all like I'll, Michelle said it when we were talking about like the different elements, like how I'm earth, like all I want is to fucking be understood. Yeah. Feeling misunderstood is the yeah. most painful feeling in the world. Totally. It's so painful. So yeah, it is. Which is why when people were fucking yelling at me on Inst- on TikTok, man, I was like, guys, <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> oh man, spit. Yeah, I mean, there's no place to be misunderstood like TikTok, bro. It's crazy town. It's I don't know how Teffy does it. Town. I don't know. And she fights back. I know she fights back. I haven't fought back on one thing. You don't have I'm to. Just like shut up. You don't have to like, do it I her just way. Don't yeah. care. Honestly, well, when people, people, we get some weird comments on TMV sometimes too, just because you never know where the algorithm's going. And I never say one word back to him. I'm like, what? Listen to the whole episode in context. You know, this is a 15 second TikTok from an hour and a half episode. Listen to the episode for context. Come back. Give me your opinion. You know? I don't yeah. Know, whatever. I just, I posted a joke on TikTok that was like me cooking and like serving it to my boyfriend. And the caption was like the feminism leaving my body the moment I fall in love. I'm kidding. It was a I'm joke. I'm kidding. It was a joke. I understand what feminism is. Also, like, I didn't expect that many people to see it because I have two followers on TikTok. It's almost it's almost at, like 800,000 views. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's scary. And, like, at the beginning was a lot of people just being like, ha, 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 me, me, me. And there's, like, the wave of people who are just, like, feminism talk. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many men in there, which is hilarious. They're like, oh, bitch doesn't understand feminism. And I'm like, because you do, Brad? Because you yeah. do. <laughs> okay. Brad. I've just left it. I'm just like, listen, just leave it. Cause then I'm like, I don't want people to really think that I don't, that I don't understand. And like, I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. Right. Right. And I get that. Like, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Should we talk about the holidays? (laughs) Let's talk about the holidays. Whatever. Whatever. (sighs) Our favorite ways to move, whatever, Trevor, except for we love Trevor. If you're listening. Oh my God. Dana's. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. We love I Trevor. actually don't know Trevor's last name, but Trevor, Dana's Trevor. We're obsessed with you. Okay. Well, yeah. Holiday strategies. Do you want to start because you're the one that has to go home for the holidays? Like what's top of mind in terms of you in Miami? What's like the first thing you're going to do or set in place in order to protect your peace? Setting energetic boundaries. Mm. That include, We know what those are. That include time alone. Period. And I like what you wrote in here about routine, 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 mm-hmm. because routine, I feel like routine. I have kind of gotten into my own little routine when I'm home. Mm-hmm. And for people that are going back for the holidays and you're staying in a full house, you're staying in your childhood home, which already has its triggers in and of itself. 
Try and find those little things, whether it's like you wake up before everyone, you go make coffee, Mm -hmm. maybe you go for a walk with your coffee, just Mm -hmm. get outside. Mm -hmm. Even if you're just like reading in your room with the door shut, if you're sharing a room with people, take the book outside. That's how I've been waking up, by the way, recently, because I, I've, sorry, it's once again, side note, tangent. <laughs> I just have been struggling with my sleep recently. My sleep cycle got off when all of us were sick. And I really don't want to go on my phone the first thing when I wake up. But I find that like, if I wake up and scroll my phone, it wakes my, like I'm awake Yeah, yeah, yeah. versus like, if I don't. And so my hack recently, read. I keep the book right by my bed and I read a little bit before <sighs> bed. It's and then, but then I try to meditate something. I wake up. Does it really? Yeah, but I'll it's try been it helping me recently. Yeah, I just wake up. Maybe a maybe surrender experience. Maybe a different book mm-hmm. that you're like excited to read about. Mm-hmm. Like to wake up and just like take a second and then open it and just start reading a little bit. Like 10, 15 minutes even has very much helped me. Oh, I like that. So I would just say really finding time for yourself mm-hmm. is my number one. Finding time for pockets alone, which kind of goes hand in hand with finding time for relaxation. And I don't mean like scrolling on Instagram or like binging Netflix. I mean, what we were just talking about, like that intentional silence, non-sleep, deep rest, finding those moments, whether it's cooking, which for me is something that I really like to do. And I've been finding a lot of peace in lately. So Mm -hmm. again, even if there's a full house, maybe you take that opportunity to like show everyone how much you love them by cooking them a meal. But in turn... You're doing something nice for them, but at the same time, you can be like, get the fuck out of the kitchen because I'm cooking for you guys. This is my domain. Yeah. Like, don't help me. I don't want the help. And then during that time- my uncle Eddie would say, see this line right here? See this right here? No, no, no. No one comes in this line. No one crosses this line. That's what my uncle Eddie says. People that like are chefs, they just are are like- chefs. It's just like you are like, you don't fuck with their their boundaries in the kitchen. But yes, it's- Yes, Emma. Finding- Literally, hi, Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Just finding those moments of peace with cooking where you can, it's like very meditative because you're actually, you have to focus on what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. now you're going to burn yourself or chop your finger off. So finding those moments of very intentional silence, bringing yourself back into your body, whether it's like taking a moment to like feel something in your body that feels sticky. So we have alone time, energetic boundaries. We have intentional Can I add a caveat Mm -hmm. for these for yes, like in please. terms of like the energetic boundaries, spending time alone with yourself, maybe whether that means like making something for someone else, going on the walk, reading, watching an ASMR mm-hmm. video, whatever it is. I think a key part of being involved in those activities is absolutely relinquishing the guilt associated with the rest. Yes. yes. I think that's a key player. Like that. when people don't like when people don't fully believe that their rest is productive for them. And if you don't like, please watch this Lior video, refer back to me talking about the stress curve. Like there's so many mm-hmm. different scientific ways to prove that rest is productive, but I digress. But if you don't like fully let that sink in for yourself and you still feel guilty about resting, that's when you kind of do the like TikTok binging or do, or do these other activities that aren't actually resting for you. And yeah. sometimes maybe scrolling on TikTok is, I'm not saying it can't be, but I'm saying there's like this difference with intentionality of going into like whatever restful activity you're going to do when you relinquish that guilt to be like, I am doing this for myself because one, I deserve it. And two, it will allow me to show up as my best self when I need to show up somewhere else Mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. Continue. The last thing that I would say about my stuff, and it's just because it's what I'm going through now. And then I really want to hear your tips and tricks for the holidays is remembering again, that we are over here, not in the business of trying to change other people's Mm -hmm. opinions and other people. It's so exhausting especially if you have older family members um, or older parents. You're talking like, f- with two girls that had dads born in the 30s and 40s, okay? Yeah. So 
Yeah. <laughs> their ideas are not going mm-hmm. anywhere. And yeah, I would rather, as long as they're not hurting anyone, mm-hmm. I would rather just enjoy the time that I have left with them and have a little laugh because my dad is one of the funniest people I know, even though I so funny want to hit him with a car a lot of the time. Yep. I think it yep. just goes back to like, A, relinquishing control. And B, just at the top of mind, because I just wrote an article about this for Wondermind, but just like remembering your values. Mm. Please talk about that in terms of like goals and values too. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we could do a whole episode on that. Okay. So I don't don't want to digress too much into it, but just remembering, yeah, just remembering what your values are, kind of jotting those down, being able to sort of separate what are your values from the people around you, from your family, like making sure not to get stuck in other people's shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that is a very sticky place to be in. Mm -hmm. I think those are like the main things that I'm really taking into fucking going home this next week. Because I feel like I'm going to be – do you know what it reminds me of? Tell me. (laughs) I had an uncle, bless him, passed this year. He got malaria when he was younger. Damn. And he had to wear hearing aids because of it. And the funniest thing that this man would do is whenever we'd be like at the table or something and my uncle just didn't he was just annoyed at someone or like my cousins were being annoying. He would literally be like, I'm over it. And he would take out his hearing aids and put them on the table. And he would like enjoy his meal in peace. Funny. That is so fucking funny. What a guy. What a guy. guy. So that's what I'm going to be doing metaphorically speaking. Hell yeah. Hell (laughs) yeah. Throughout my week. And I hope that you guys join me on that endeavor. Yeah. Okay. What are yours? Take it away. It's going to help you move through. I love those so much. Um, My main two are looking at your emotions and making space for connection. So I guess I'll do looking at emotions first. I've been talking about this a lot with like friends and people I work with kind of the idea of, especially around the holidays, because holidays are so triggering and bring up so many different things. Like there was a NAMI study that says if you already have mental health challenges, 64% of people, their conditions will be worsened during the holidays. There was another study by the American Psychological Association that said, shoot, was it like 38%? It was like almost 40, 39, something like that. And almost 40% of people in general experience a like large amount of stress during the holidays. Like we all know that this is the most wonderfully triggering time of the year. And I think it's so easy to like go to all the holiday parties or like drink the festive drinks and kind of like numb and avoid the feelings because they're so rough and there's so much going on. And I've just been really encouraging people as opposed to doing that to just turn inward and look at them because I I really see triggers and emotions as like the little kid pulling on your shirt in the grocery store, like mom, 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 pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And if you don't turn and look and say, hi, like, what do you need? What do you want? Like, they just get louder and more frustrated. And it doesn't mean that like you have to buy them the gushers. It just means that you need to like look and acknowledge them and like put your arm around them and bring them along with you. So even if it's like, I don't have the space to cope through this. I love that visualization. Isn't that a good one? Even if you don't have the like, you don't want to cope through it, you don't want to whatever, just making enough space to look and acknowledge exactly what it is and be like, you can be here, but you don't get to change the way I'm going to go through my day. You don't get to change how I see Mm -hmm. myself, but just accepting them in and moving on with them and the inclusion of them and them being emotions. I think it's been so, so powerful for me recently. And I've seen a lot of friends have similar experiences with that reframe. And the other one is, man, okay, so... I I was writing an article for AIM, Youth Mental Health, who we fucking adore Mm -hmm. and had the best event ever with, which we're going to do more events, which which I'm very excited about. I hope to be able to warn people about them so they can come. And just thinking about how like, hello. Oh my God, she's been so quiet. I forgot you had a dog. I know. (laughs) Hold on. Let me, I'm going to. 
Well, has stayed dead ass silent for these 47 minutes. Hi, Look Mama. at her. Ugh. She's sleepy. She's like a noodle. Turvy little girl. She's such a noodle right now. She's been sleeping in. Usually, I like we'll sleep together, and then when she gets up, when I get up, and recently I get out of bed, and she stays tucked under the covers for the next hour. She sleeps in. It's so cute. I can't stand it. That's hilarious. Anyway, I feel like like traditional like Hallmark movie, Christmas movie, whatever tells Mm -hmm. us like if you're not from this like quirky, offbeat family with like a touch of drama, like the holidays aren't for you. Yeah, and I think we forget that connection can look so, so different. And not only is connection to other people like so vitally important for your mental health, it is especially important around this time too. So whether that means like connecting in the TMV Patreon, like connecting on like a Facebook group you like, or like connecting with a barista Mm -hmm. or like connecting with an acquaintance that maybe you're not that close to, but also doesn't like the holidays. And instead you watch like scary Halloween movies. Like I just think there's different forms of connection that like traditional holiday verbiage and movies and ideas don't really cover that are just equally as important. However, the thing that's been making the biggest difference for me is connection to my inner child. Because for me, the holidays are so wrapped up in like feelings of being little and Santa Claus and the magic that and like the naivete of like childhood. And when that's taken away, especially when like my dad is dead, because everyone (laughs) knows I love to talk about my dead dad. Right. Like not a TV episode. Without exactly (sighs) take a shot. Not a dead dad joke. No one was Santa Claus more than my father. I'm talking like you know, carrots and lettuce out for the reindeer. He would dip his dress shoes in the fireplace and make little footprints across the room. <sighs> like balls to the fucking wall to the point where my brother believed in Santa Claus till it was weird, like too old. Because my dad was like so committed to the magic of it. So then when he passed away, obviously the whole family, like we don't do anything anymore. You know, we, we didn't mm-hmm. kind of do any of that stuff. And this year, I've talked about it before, but this year I decided I really wanted to lean into it and kind of get into that like childhood love for the holidays again Mm. and like kind of come from an authentic place of doing that for myself before I want to do it for my own kids. Getting in touch with my inner child has been like the best way to feel that like childlike joy and magic of the season. So doing things like watching Kiki's Delivery Service, Mm -hmm. rereading Harry Potter, and I'm talking the like one through, I'm on three. Like I'm talking the really young little one, like really, really going back to those kind of like magical, fun, little kid activities that you like to do. I've been making so many fucking cookies. It's stupid. Like the amount of cookie dough I have for you and Dana and like cannot fucking wait. But it is connecting with myself at -hmm. this level during this time has been monumental. And I love inner child work in general anyway, but I just think it's so (laughs) as I hold her like a no, literally, I just think it's like so poignant and feels like giving your soul a hug. It just feels feels so so nourishing. Yeah. It feels so good. It feels so, so good. It's so true, dude. Even just like the way that I've decorated right. my apartment during this time, like just, oh I've my nev- gosh. <sighs> it makes it feel like a home and it makes it feel Your like Whoville tree. No, literally my Whoville tree. It's like fucking <laughs> lopsided like this. But it, that's, oh God, it's so true. I love that you say that right? about bringing your emotions along and just like leaving space. And like, I think Michelle, God, we're giving so many Michelle, Dr. Michelle teasers, but. She says it something is, in the next episode. That episode is coming out the day after Christmas, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So perfect. it's perfect, right? Yeah. Perfect. But she says something, which you'll hear her expand more about, of like kind of giving your inner child a seat at the table. Yeah. Where you're like, it's that same kind of conversation. Like they're tugging on you and you're like, oh, my God, hi. Like, what do you need? Like, do you want to hang yeah. out? Like, you good? Like, do you want to be here for a sec? And I think you that's just, here. it's so nurturing and special and just reminds us that we're human. Exactly. Because like we were just so fucking pure and so mm-hmm. cute and so fun and like that and little we like still are. just, yeah, it lives in us. 
And because so just like, remember also, that. Put, your, to get put too, your baby picture on your freaking bathroom mirror. Yes, I did it and it's exactly. been so nice. I love that picture of you, by the way. Thanks. It really just pictures, feels like my one. identity. <laughs> it really is. But also like not to get a little meadow about it, but like time is not linear. Like even Bro, though we all dog. act like it is and we've I, like the Sorry. way she flops her neck. <laughs> it's so cute and weird. Like look Go, at her. Say it again so we can get a clean soundbite for TikTok because I know whatever you're about to say is great. Go ahead. Okay. I won't interrupt you. Not to get meadow about it, but the the way that we look at time, even though we've all agreed that like there's 60 minutes in an hour and time is linear and we only move forward. Like that's actually not true. Like all we have yeah. is the present moment. Mm-hmm. And like we, to make sense of our feeble little minds have to view it in this linear line, but that's not how time works at all. And so the concept of inner child work is not like, oh, we used to be this and that. It's that that little kid and like those experiences and beliefs and fears and dreams mm-hmm. and like that truly exists right now in the same exact way. Yeah. Even if you're like a more aged being, because all we have is the fucking present moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's how I feel. That sounds like a really nice place to end. Okay, let's end. How do you feel about that? How do you feel, Mahal? She feels good. Oh, you're quiet now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now you have nothing to say. Do we need to record in the morning? The way she flops her neck is so, yeah, we should, because she- Wakes, she's a sleepy bitch. She wakes up and she just wants to nap for the first couple hours of the day. Right? Okay, looks like a nice early morning we've got. Oh, it's 11 11. Let's end right now. Oh, I love it. Can't wait for what's to come with season three. Thanks oh for gosh. listening. I feel like my microphone was not pointed at me this whole time. Okay, I'm so sorry. We love you all so much and we're so excited for this season. I can't wait. <laughs> See you next week. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts may vary pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.